Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, guys. It's me, Joey. This is Round Ball Rock. Uh, just wanted to remind you to... Uh, Rate and review and subscribe to our podcast on whatever podcaster app you've got. Uh, we've got a great show for you today. We're going to talk about the playoffs. We're going to talk about Kyrie's knee. Sean is going to be here. Uh, but first, let's go to Bleed with a live cover uh, from the Boom Boom Room, San Francisco, June te- 2017. Play us in, Bleed. <laughs> Joey Devine, your host of Round Ball Rock, and I'm here with my friend, Sean Keane. Sean, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing good. I want to just say thanks again to Bleed for letting us uh, <laughs> license that song for the intro. It's very exciting. Uh, yeah. Um, it was the best cover of that song we could find on YouTube. Also, shouts uh, to the Boom Boom Room. <laughs> uh Sorry if we haven't, we're a little late on an episode this week, but it's because we were too busy fighting about Roseanne on the internet. Oh, I'm so mad about <laughs> Roseanne and all the broadcast television that I, as a post-millennial blogger, obviously network television is the main thing that I should care about. Aunt Jackie voted for Jill Stein? (laughs) Come on! You're better than that, Aunt Jackie. Um, Here's what I want to say about Roseanne Uh real quick. Uh, Is like, yeah, no shit, Roseanne sucks. 
Yeah. Um, you know what, to me, is uh, troubling about Roseanne? Uh, the fact that we live in a cultural wasteland where we're not telling any new stories anymore. Yeah, I'm just sick of everything being <laughs> rebooted. Like, like I don't, I don't particularly, you know, Roseanne can vote for whoever she wants. It's fine. She's a, uh, she's given us so much too. So, <laughs> launching the career of Judd Apatow, the executive producer of Crashing. And Love on Netflix, uh, among some other things I guess he worked on. Oh, stand-up comic. Uh, <laughs> but we've got a Will and Grace reboot. We have a Full House reboot that's on. Mm-hmm. That I think is on its third season. Um, yeah. What else has been terribly rebooted? Uh, Ready Player One is in theaters. <laughs> oh, that's it's basically right. like a, a Steven Spielberg like attempting to reboot himself while also like masturbating to Minecraft or whatever it is. Um... <laughs> yeah, we will actually be delivering. Um, I believe we're going to be delivering an avatar only round ball rock where, you know, we could accept the drudgery of this podcast world. And instead, my avatar is going to be the car from Christine. <laughs> my avatar is uh bill simmons oh that's good um, <laughs> um good job by you player two or player uh, one who plays player one uh ty sheridan okay the kid from mud oh. the new cyclops it's not dane dahan america's no, worst not. new movie star america's valerian uh <laughs> all right um I, Dane De- look, I don't want to talk about Dane DeHaan. All right, well, that's for another time. <laughs> you know, if he was in Dane the draft... DeHaan the next time Dave's on. <laughs> By the way, I do think that sight unseen, if he's in the draft, the Mavs take him in the end of the second round. They see Dane DeHaan, they're like, eh, we could do something with this guy. Um, But I bring up Bill Simmons for a reason, Sean. Yes. Uh, And it's that last week... Kevin Durant uh-huh. uh, went on Bill, the Bill Simmons podcast for the 900th time this year. It's great. It was a two-parter. Hard to hard to fit all that content into one uh, ringer-sized pod, so that's good. Uh, he was very – he seemed very drunk, I'm going to say. He was boisterous, I would say. But, yes, he, <laughs> he – at some point, I think in part two, he admits to have been – that he was drinking wine, which yeah. is – well, they a weird new angle in the NBA, too. though. To, what, what's that? <laughs> they order wine at the beginning of episode one. Oh. Where are they filming one. these? Where do they record these? I have no idea. Okay. Uh, uh, that's a weird NBA trend. Uh, fancy wine drinking? That seems like it's new in the last couple of years. Well, it's LeBron. LeBron's a uh, trendsetter. We know well, this. You know what I think it is, though? Uh I don't think you say gotta, Club Vino. I'm sorry. Don't you you have to give shouts to Club Vino. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. you don't. You These do NBA not. players want to follow Peyton Manning, Kobe Bryant, Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Those are the trendsetters in the there, NBA. Wasn't there? Well, isn't it Floyd Mayweather too? Floyd Mayweather is also a member of Club Vino. So <laughs> essentially, I would say that all four of those people have been uh, sexual predators in some form. 
Yeah, it's like uh, the only person who's missing is like Lance Armstrong. Lance... Why isn't he in Club Vino? It seems well, like he fits. It's because it's because he he like dumped Cheryl Crow when she had cancer, but he did not physically or sexually assault her, and All that's right. why he's not allowed to be in Club Vino. Unlike Peyton Manning, Justin Timberlake, Kobe Bryant, and Floyd Mayweather. All right. Um... But I just wanted – I bring up KD and Bill Simmons. Oh, by the because... way, uh, can I, I just want to mention this. I once mentioned when, in a conversation about Cheryl Crow happening at a pretty hot Brooklyn bar, obviously. Uh, I mentioned that she had dated Lance Armstrong, and the bartender was blown away because she thought I was talking about the astronaut. <laughs> and that Cheryl Crow was just like, yeah, I dated – 82-year-old Neil Armstrong, <laughs> former astronaut. Um, all right. Uh, I just I bring up Bill Simmons because I want to point out to Kevin Durant that you and I are not blog boys. I don't think we're blog boys. We're pod boys. We're pod boys. Um, so don't be mad at us. I rate things. We have the... nothing to yeah. do with this. We are pod boys. Um, now, have I made fun of Kevin Durant in a regular internet column for like a year? Yes. <laughs> uh, am I? Did I make fun of him again in something I published yesterday? Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> but in fairness, I didn't make him make those fake Twitter accounts. It's... That's Fair a point. that's a blog boy move. I have one. Well, no, I I, I guess I do have a fake Twitter account, but it's not. Any, <laughs> I'm not I'm not talking myself up on it. Sure, sure. I'm just like retweeting you mean from the podcast Twitter. Dennis Miller NFL isn't talking uh, <laughs> talking about how great Sean Keen is. It's defending my writing now that football's <laughs> over. That's what we've shifted over to. <laughs> um. All right. Let's talk about the news. Oh yeah, do you want to, do we want to mention that Kevin Durant article at all? I mean that podcast at all? Did he say anything controversial? Did you think? Uh, I thought he he came off as very annoying and shitty. Yeah, he came off as kind of a jerk. But, <laughs> yeah, but I I'm mean, kind of. Uh, I need a break from Kevin Durant. I think <laughs> he seems like he might have a terrible personality. <laughs> um, like. I, I, he's, I like watching him watch bas- play basketball fine. Yeah, great, like... great player. I don't love that he gets himself thrown out of games so easily. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, he quit drinking wine for the playoffs last year, so I think he'll probably do that this year. It may just be a wine thing. <laughs> I don't – I think it might be a Bill Simmons thing. <laughs> All right. Um <laughs> Do you think they've enjoyed soup together? Uh, it's the perfect it's food. It's the perfect food. I think they have. <laughs> um, how Do you think Bill Simmons has made Kevin Durant watch Rounders? Um. Well, you know, they do watch Billions, and I could see him being like, oh, it's the same guy. Um, and Kevin Durant does, I guess, still, I think play cards with Draymond and Steph and JaVale all the time. 
Mm-hmm. I don't think they're playing poker, but maybe they are. I just always they're assume. Down- when, oh, I, I do I think just they assume play that, poker, actually. I just, like, when I hear about NBA players playing cards, I always think it's, like, Boure or uh, sp- Spades. Do they play Spades? Do NBA yeah. players play Spades a lot? But Boure is, like, a version of Spades. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah, yeah but it, I think for some reason, actually... They do play poker. I mean, I could see Steph as being... I think I've heard them talking about that before. I mean, Steph kinda... wears those, uh, like, those Chris Moneymaker glasses on the uh-huh. flight with the yeah. dinosaur eyes. Um... <laughs> <laughs> right? That was Chris Moneymaker that did that? Uh, yeah. Was he, like, the fake... Who's the fake vampire cowboy guy? Is that Chris Moneymaker? Chris Moneymaker, I think, was the first online poker player to win the World Series of Poker. (laughs) And I think he wore... It was either him who wore the, like... They had, like, 3D dinosaur eyes sunglasses. You know what Uh I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Chris Moneymaker. I am... Yes, I am not (laughs) thinking of the correct person. I don't know who... I'm thinking of it. Yes. Are you Chris... thinking of Doyle Brunson? I'm not thinking of Doyle Brunson. <laughs> Are you thinking of Mike the Mouth Matisau? Uh, I don't think I'm thinking of him. Johnny I'm not... Tran. I'm not thinking of John. I'm not thinking of Dan Bilzerian. <laughs> Are you thinking of uh, uh, Annie Duke? Ooh, maybe Annie Duke. What's that guy's name? John... <laughs> I'm not thinking of Phil Helmuth. All right, what about uh, 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 Harold Lederer? Ooh, Harold Lederer. <laughs> Is he still alive? He's still alive, right? Yeah, I think he's the one who got banned from all poker. Jennifer Tilly, <laughs> that's who I'm thinking of. <laughs> oh, and her her boyfriend, the, the Unabomber, what was his name? Uh, <laughs> um, Is that Chris Ferguson? No, that's the Jesus guy. So Chris Ferguson is the guy I was thinking of. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, Daniel Negranu? <laughs> At this point, I'm just trying to see how many of these people I can name. The other one I can remember is um, there's a Harrington who's related mm-hmm. to Joey and Padraig. Or how do you say that name? I don't remember. Is that Patrick? P A D R A. Whatever. <laughs> You're Patty. <laughs> uh, but I think he's old. And I, yeah. Oh, he calls himself Action Dan. That's fun. <laughs> remember when ESPN had poker on all the time and people were like, yes! Yeah, that's why Hold I can name all, yeah. that's why I can name all these people. It was just such a strange <laughs> And it's and, and I, now it seems like it's at like a normal, healthy level of popularity and like I actually think the sport is probably still like growing, but it's just <laughs> very strange that that people were just like Yeah, ESPN nine to midnight every night. Guys playing hold'em. Also, 9 to midnight every night, but then also, like, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Uh-huh. And narrated after the... nine hours a day. (laughs) My favorite part is that they narrated all of that, like, months after the fact. And it would just be so, like... 
like how insufferable would Mark Jackson be if he had like a month of advanced knowledge <laughs> to predict things? Jeff Van Gundy hey, still wouldn't watch the games in advance, and he'd just be like, let me finish this. The cafeteria at the Amway Arena is incredible. <laughs> Wait, how did we start talking about this? Poker. Uh... Oh, the Warriors playing cards on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I also think there was a guy named Fossil Man. All right, anyway. <laughs> um, KD, please take a break from just talking. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you can talk, but, like, I don't just take a break, dude. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the news, though. Uh, it came out today, Sean, that... Uh, Kyrie Irving is out for the year. Yes. Uh, that was a uh, He has bomb. an infection in his knee from when they took out the rusty nail that the Cleveland doctors used to mm-hmm. reattach his they, they, uh, kneecap. They took it out of the river and directly into his knee. <laughs> um, he joins, also out for the year, Marcus Smart and Gordon Hayward. Uh... Uh-huh. So, question for you. How fucked are the Celtics? I mean... They've been playing pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, they're not going to win the East, but they probably weren't going to win the East anyway. I mean, Marcus Smart is now... Okay, so he... So they they took out the wire on March 24th, and then they found an infection in the site, which is... I think something you just kind of have to, like, cut out, and then he's probably going to be on one of those, like, pick lines. Anyway, it's just getting a skin infection is gross. I mean, the problem was that they did this procedure with the rusty nail, and uh, they, yeah, (laughs) dipped it in the, the river water. Uh, Kevin Love sneezed on it because he was, he was pretending (laughs) to be sick. Uh, and then Wilson Chandler bit his knee, which was just terrible. Oh, that's a, a deep dirty cut. mouth. That <laughs> shouts to David <laughs> Lee's elbow, everybody. Um, yeah, so he's out for like five months now, and I mean, I think the Celtics are probably pretty vulnerable, but they were vulnerable anyway. You know, like I, I, I guess I just didn't think Kyrie was coming back for the first round or at all anyway. They are going to lose in round one. Well, and Marcus Smart is still out for, like, three or four more weeks, I think. Yeah, because he cut his—is it still because he cut his hand on that painting? I don't (laughs) think that's the injury. (laughs) That is a crazy injury. Um. Yeah, I don't remember why Marcus Smart had thumb surgery, but— Yeah, no, it was because he— Wait, it was because it's still that that's the same injury? I I think so, yeah. Was he really mad at that? I don't know. The story doesn't make any sense to me. (laughs) Um, But anyway, sorry Celtics fans. Uh, Mike Malloy, Josh Gondelman, SF Jeff. Mm -hmm. Um, Uh, Rough year, but guess what? Matt Damon. Ben Affleck, Mark I Wahlberg. I don't want to. <laughs> uh, 
Um, J-Bug. So, can I run something by you yeah, concerning please. Kyrie Irving? Sean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Let, let me go through the, the Cleveland Kyrie trade. Yeah, please. Uh, so, Kyrie Irving mm-hmm. out for the season. Yes. For Isaiah Thomas out for eight months. Jay Crowder traded to Utah. Uh-huh. And Ante Zizic doing great. Ante Zizic. I mean, he doesn't playing. play, but he doesn't really play. But he's only twenty-one. I mean, uh, what a weird trade. Yeah, I can't. It, this is actually like almost. I mean, obviously, the Celtics are happy with what they got. Don't get me wrong, but there, it does almost feel like there's. Uh, like Dwight Howard trade implications where every team got worse. <laughs> I mean, the Celtics got better. Yeah, yeah, they, they got better. I just mean like right their their current state right now sure. is like all, I mean, and again, assuming that, you know, this is only the third devastating knee injury that Kyrie Irving's had. So it's not like <laughs> those things linger on a young man who plays point guard. So he should be fine. Um, I have Does this mean they're not going to give him the max? Wait, wait, go ahead, sorry. I have a theory about this trade. Uh, it was cursed both by the Bambino and Jose Abreu. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's a double curse. Wait, Jose Abreu? <laughs> not Jose Abreu. Who's the, the closer for the Indians who blew all those World Series games? Oh, Jose Mesa. <laughs> Jose Mesa, yeah. <laughs> wow. Is uh, is George? How's George Hill doing? Oh, he's hurt too. <laughs> All right, let's move on though. Um, Kyrie, Sorry, get, get well, get, get well, well, Kyrie. Soon. It's a bit. It's a better NBA when Kyrie is in it, and uh, you know the problem is he has a flat patella, like the Earth. So that's it's tough. Uh, I don't want to talk about this too much, but I do okay. think we should bring it up. Uh, yesterday, yes, the NBA had its first ever esports draft. Oh boy! Um, which, for those of you that don't know, uh, there's a video game called NBA 2K. <laughs> what if I just spent like 20 minutes explaining? And you're like, what video and then, games are? and then you, you, it's, you it's got... like Ready Player One. <laughs> what is what is but the with basketball? <laughs> what is the top? What what do your triggers do in 2K? No, uh, your you... triggers one is a turbo one like is sort of like a like an option so it changes what the buttons do yeah anyway <laughs> i'll be honest the um, last basketball game video game i played intensely was uh nba showtime i believe it was mm-hmm. for the dreamcast sure yeah. good game uh <laughs> what so there's two things i want to bring up here okay um, so it came out yesterday that the professional gamers that got drafted are getting paid between thirty two and thirty five thousand dollars a year, which is a lot more than I make. <laughs> uh, and more importantly, more than G leaguers and WNBA players make. Uh, yeah, well, I think they actually probably make a little less than the WNBA players. No, I saw Paul Ziller saying today their their average salary is higher than the WNBA. Oh, it might, it might be salary. an average salary, yeah. I just mean yeah. you can, you can, 
the max salary in the WNBA is really low. It's like one hundred fifteen thousand a year. Yeah. So that's why women's basketball players have to go abroad to, to yeah, get where work. they get paid in like rubies by Russian oligarchs. Yeah. The problem uh. is that yeah, Diana Taurasi <laughs> is is very rich from her time in Russia, but she did also throw the twenty sixteen election to Donald Trump. So that's you know. Still the greatest female basketball player of all time, but, you know. Yeah. Diana Taurasi fucking rules, dude. Yeah, she's the best. She talks so much shit. All right. Um, <laughs> so, a lot of people are fighting about this. Um, <laughs> you, uh, on the on our rundown, you just wrote fair, question mark? Weird, question mark? Uh, oh, yeah. And I yeah. think it's both. <laughs> like... Look, $32,000 a year uh-huh. is not a thing we should be complaining about. That is true. Frankly, everyone in the country should be making $32,000 a year. I mean, this uh, is this is like a weird... Because, uh, I mean, the NBA is not paying a particularly good wage to its uh, developmental players. Yes. And I believe Major League Baseball may have gotten uh, Congress to actually pass. I think they threw it into a bill recently, uh, exempting them from playing, paying minor league baseball players minimum wage. Jesus Christ. Which is, like, so insane, but also very 2018 in America. Yeah. Uh, And, I mean, it seems like the Baseball Players Union does not give a shit about minor leaguers either. So it's like... It's like these billionaires are trying to screw over these millionaires who are trying to screw over these hundred heirs. Yeah. So my problem here is not that the video game dorks make thirty thousand dollars a year. No, because that's not very much. Pay the players as much. Pay the players more. Yeah, pay the the video game dorks. Yes. But I'm not going to complain about how much the video game dorks are making. Now, are they – so So we get to look they, – they they put out a picture from the Sacramento Kings training Well, facility. that is what I was – Okay, let's, let's get into that. That is the I wanted to talk about. Uh, so the Sacramento Kings yesterday – no, Darren Ravel, excuse me, not well, the Sacramento Kings. By, by the way, Woj – did spoil the first pick of the esports so draft. So funny. Just, just matter of principle. Um, so the, the Kings, through Darren Ravel and his business robot Twitter, released a picture of the e, the Kings esports team's training facility. Uh-huh. And it is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Uh, it looks like an ultra lounge that they just put five computers in, but I mainly want to talk about the art on the walls. Yes. Yes. There are three pop art, uh, portraits. Yes. For these NBA nerds to stare at. To inspire these, these, these brave gladiators of, of the PlayStation. Who are they, Joey? um, Yeah. Sean? Well, no, let's go through this. You'd think, okay, video games, maybe uh, Mario. <laughs> well, I would just think it's Solid the... Solid Snake. <laughs> how about, how about uh, like, it's the Sacramento Kings esports team, maybe, like, 
Chris Weber. Yeah, exactly. Uh, even like Richmond. Vlade Divac, who yeah. is both a former star and currently the team's general manager. <laughs> Buddy Heald. Yeah. Uh... Uh, but no, let me read you the three people. It's Kanye West. <laughs> Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs because of computers. And uh, uh, Actoon Baby Era Bono. Oh, the philanthropist <laughs> and tax what was, cheat Bono. What was the character Bono played on Actoon Baby? Uh, well, it depends on if you're talking about the uh, the fly is the, the guy with the it's big... It's the fly. The fly. The big but, glasses. But yeah. in the European Zoo TV tour, he started wearing um, a red coat and he was Mr. Mephisto. Yeah, it's so not it's, his it's not a painting character. of Mr. Mephisto. It's a yeah, painting of, of the fly. fly. Okay. The fly era Bono. And that's when he would um <laughs> during his concerts he would call uh George George uh H.W. Bush from the stage. And when I saw that tour, not bragging or anything, uh again the White House operator would not put him through and uh he uh he said he'd be calling Bill Clinton and bugging him. After that, the crowd and everyone went, ah! and then he launched into uh, "Ultraviolet Light My Way," which okay. is I love those song titles with parentheses in them because you're getting a little secret. <laughs> um, Ultraviolet, so light my way. Okay, okay, enough about <laughs> actual. I want to know. We know a fair amount about the King's organization. Yeah, yeah. Shaq uh, is the GM. Wait, wait of the uh, of the esports team. Wait, Shaq? Oh, really? He's a yeah. minority owner of the team, right? Yeah. Okay. But Shaq is the GM of the esports team. Mm-hmm. Um. So my question is: also, the picture is taken from like a DJ booth <laughs> that's in the. <laughs> Everything's blue and purple light. It's very weird. So my question for you, Sean, is. Uh-huh. Who designed this room for the Sacramento Kings? Uh, his name is Vivek. <laughs> oh, you don't he think Shaq picked Kanye West, Steve Jobs, and Bono? <laughs> I mean, it, I'm pretty sure it was Vivek. <laughs> I have a theory that it was actually the basement where assistant GM Peja Stoyakovic oh. oh, oh, and, and they, they just, they just converted it. <laughs> I mean, it does. It looks like it looks specifically like an ultra lounge in Livermore, California, like a specific <laughs> one. Why are you in a lot of ultra lounges in Livermore, California, Sean? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Shouts to a friend of the show and Livermore uh, mayoral uh, candidate Ben Kalina. Is he running for mayor of Livermore? He ran in the past. Wow. Yeah. Didn't win. Did not not, not the ex mayor of Livermore, but <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So, so it's it's a weird. I'll I'll be honest. I don't really understand how any of this is going to work because it's like a training facility, but it just kind of seems like they have a bunch of desktop computers in there. Is that what the training is? Do they do like are you are you doing two K drills that don't involve the two K game? You know what I mean? Like, I would think. You know how, I don't know. You know how Steph Curry does those like weird light drills where he's like doing a video game and trying to make court decisions. Do they yeah. like 
shoot free throws to get their mindset for video games, maybe? Does it work in reverse, is all I'm saying. I mean, Shaq is their GM, so there's no way free throws are involved <laughs> at all. <laughs> um, but... but is this like a full-time job? Yeah, they're getting paid. They're paying them thirty-five thousand dollars a year. I, yeah, I mean, I, that's so. But are, are they like living there at the facility? Uh, my guess is maybe. <laughs> I do think they might have to move to Sacramento. Uh, yeah, I bet they do. <laughs> uh, Which and... to to me seems unnecessary because, like, I could play someone in Sacramento on my Xbox right now right. on 2K in your <laughs> in your home training facility which yeah. all you do have a picture of you have Silas portraits of uh weirdly Steve Ballmer mm-hmm. Memphis Bleak and uh, Larry Mullen Jr. So actually no, that's no, very... no, no, no. it's Michael Stipe dude. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh so the first round draft picks got got more money than the other players, 35 grand to 32 grand. Yeah. Um apparently you make a lot more in the League of Legends. Well, yeah. Oh, it's only it's only half a year though. So that's actually a pretty good salary. Uh, they also get housing, medical insurance, and a retirement plan. That's amazing, dude. Which I think is definitely better than what you get in the G League. Oh, so I they had a com- they also had a combine. This. Oh no, I know about the combine. Uh, <laughs> it was anyone could join the combine. You had to win a certain amount of games in a certain area. Uh, I don't want to explain it, but okay, yes, okay. they did have a combine. <laughs> um, all right, so do you play on a team basketball. of five, or is it just yeah, like... Oh, yeah, it's five on five, dude. That's so... That's amazing. I'm, I'm pretty into it. Uh, I want to know who's going to show it on TV. <laughs> right? Right, they, like... They're, 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 they've got to get a TV deal out of it. Listen, as someone who doesn't really play video games, I can't imagine another better way to watch someone else who's better than me at video games play video games for hours at a time, which mm-hmm. I guess is a billion-dollar industry now. So I <laughs> normally I – mean, it's not just what you're doing before the guy selling you weed will give you the weed. Now it is a billion-dollar business. What I will say is I do think it's smart because I think basketball – is like a pretty easy way to get people who don't watch these video games, uh-huh. these esports games, to like understand it. Do you know what I mean? Oh, Where right, right, like, right. Yeah, like it's like, already a competition that exists in the real world. Like if you're watching some kind of League of Legends thing and you're not that familiar with video games, do you have any idea what's going on? No. Yeah. So, but like. But I you... could see it's like the poker thing, like we were talking about yeah. earlier. But I could you... see if that were airing at like three p.m., like just sports fans being like, "Oh, I guess I'll watch this on ESPN two for an hour." And do you? <laughs> I, I feel like it's gonna be hard to have team loyalty and player loyalty, though, because are you? How are you really like? following the success of 
whatever. I don't know any of the handles. Um, Shines? Shines went first overall. Okay. <laughs> Are you, like, following Shines, or is Shines, like, always going to play Kyrie Irving or whatever? No, I'm pretty sure they play as their characters. Oh, they're created characters. Yeah. Because like, 2K oh. has a whole thing where you create your own guy. Right. And so, okay, here's a question. Are they going to have to go through It's the Ready stu- Player One, dude. So, so is Shine? Are we gonna like follow Shines when he goes to like the Gatorade facility and plays Papa no. Shot? And <laughs> I'm guessing it will just be the game. Okay, no story mode adventures for these. Because I'm guessing these guys have all already 99 anyway. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> uh, what does it What does it look like in 2K when everybody's really good is it like a real is the defense really strong in that yes. scenario okay. yeah if you watch the if you watch the highlights like of those like when they they jesus christ because see 2k has i want to make it very clear i'm not like following nba 2k right 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 yes esports you simply play the actual I do game. Play the game yeah. and then they show on 2k tv which is what they show you on the load screens like highlights of games of these uh-huh. and like they'll have like actual coaches talk about the pro-am games and they'll be like you see this is where they this is where team let's just say team a mm-hmm. uh went on a 10-0 run because they started playing a zone defense uh-huh. and so they're all talking to each other in headsets there are yeah. there's not going to be a coach no. Do you think they do you think they're gonna they have They should coaches? hire coaches though. Yeah. Like it should but it should only be like really befuddled veteran NBA <laughs> coaches like like PJ Carlissimo should definitely coach an esports team just hoarsely shouting at everybody. Um Don Team's Nelson virtually for choking. sure. Oh, oh my god, yeah, you could do that safely, right? <laughs> Would would you have to if Peter Kalisman was your coach? Would be you be allowed to play with the power glove? All right, we've talked about this for way too long. Um... Anyway, these guys also we're gonna get some some racist Twitter histories from these guys one hundred percent. Oh, for right? sure. Right, this is like this is the NBA reaching out to the alt right community. Um. All right, let's talk about. Um... I just saw the news story you added to this. Um, let's talk about the Thunder, though. Okay. Um, the Thunder, sorry, first off, sorry for talking about fake basketball for way too long. <laughs> let's talk about real basketball. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're a week from the playoffs. What better time? Uh, the, the Thunder seem like they're in trouble, Sean, don't they? They're not playing great. I'll say that. They are, uh, I'm going to say... Crawling into the playoffs. (laughs) Yeah, they're like... They, again, maintain a pretty good point differential, although it's not as good as it was when they were losing. But they're they're currently six. They have the same record as the Spurs. Um, Yeah, they're they're really crawling into the... They could still miss the playoffs. It's unlikely. It's very unlikely. I wish. (laughs) But... (laughs) But So they've got they've got three more games left, and they are at Houston, at Miami. Could be a loss, but then they host Memphis on the last day of the season, and there's no way that they can lose that game. So will Memphis even show up to that game? 
I mean, they, I got to say, one of those, I, well, I mean, they will show up, but do you know who Memphis has been playing recently? Like Marshawn Brooks, and he's been awesome. <laughs> Have you seen Marshawn Brooks' numbers? <laughs> well, they Hold lost on. by 28 last night. Keith from Fast Break Breakfast posted Marshawn Brooks' numbers yeah. last night. Let me find him. He was, he was 5 of 10 from 3 last night for 25 points off the bench, playing 36 minutes. No, but what they've been doing is um, playing a, a starting lineup that has, like, three power forwards in it. So they'll mm-hmm. play, like, Jarrell Martin and uh, Jamichael Green – and well, for a while, Tyreek Evans was playing point guard, and they had like, <laughs> Dylan Brooks out there too, and it was like weird '70s era basketball stuff. Uh, okay, Sean, are you ready for Marshawn Brooks, a guy who <laughs> has been out of the league for three years? Mm-hmm. Uh, Mini Kobe or Kobe Junior? What was his nickname? Something like that. Um, I'm sure Basketball Reference has an insane nickname for him. He's averaging twenty three point three points per game. 3.3 assists uh-huh. and his shooting splits. Yes. This is what's crazy. 57% from the field. Uh-huh. 65% from three. 85% from the line. His true shooting is 73.3%. <laughs> and this is after uh, he played. 18 games from the Lakers in the 2013-14 season. Although he played seven games for the Warriors. Um, yeah. <laughs> in those seven games, he scored a total of 13 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> it's an amazing comeback. He's. Do you think this means he's going to be on a team this year? I oh no. Now... Uh, now, if if you're if you're worried about the Grizzlies accidentally winning that game, they just signed Marcus Teague for the remainder of the season. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, they are they are serious about their tanking right now. Uh, yes, and also, yeah, they signed Marcus Teague, and at the same time, Nerlens Noel got a drug suspension. It was weed, though. Yeah. They shouldn't be suspending guys for weed. No, it's just a bad (laughs) sign that it. if you're getting suspended for weed, it's like your fourth test. Which, again, sure. I mean, he's hurt, whatever. But also, like, come on, man. Yeah, he already already lost, like, $50 million this year. NBA players should be allowed to smoke weed. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, obviously. Uh, Uh, Yeah, Marcus Teague, though, he's back after playing for... tight. Um, so congratulations. Yeah, three, years, three years out of the league. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> congratulations, Keith, from Fast Break Breakfast, on having another bust of a lottery pick to watch. Look, I love that they've got Marshawn Brooks and, like, the great thing about the the Grizzlies, too, is they have a lot of guys with very similar names, too, mm-hmm. where you're like, yeah, Marshawn Brooks and Dylan Brooks playing together. <laughs> um, all right, but back to the Thunder. Yes, Sean. yes, yes. What okay. is wrong with them? <laughs> Uh, well, part of it is that they surrounded Russell Westbrook with two other uh, all-stars. I'm just going to say, mm-hmm. like, once you're an all-star, you're an all-star for life. Carmelo mm-hmm. Anthony. Although he was an all-star last year. So that's... 
crazy. That was crazy. Uh, but they're all guys that like to operate with the ball in their hands. Mm-hmm. And neither one is like a standstill spot up shooter. But Although Paul George should be. He should be. He's just shooting really badly recently. And he always yeah. kind of slows down at the end of the season. He's like a reverse Steph Curry in that mm-hmm. respect. But uh, it's kind of inexplicable. And I just wonder if... I mean, you've, you, you and I have both watched the Thunder a lot. And again, I'm not, yeah. I'm not trying to rip on Russell Westbrook here, but I'm about to rip on Russell Westbrook. Yes! <laughs> uh, he, he does a thing that LeBron James did a lot when he was like 21, 22, where he'd kind of dribble, he'd make some moves... And then he'd throw kind of like a bailout pass mm-hmm. where a guy would just catch the ball with like three or four seconds yeah. to go on the shot clock. And then, and then he yells at the guy. Yeah, but but that, but that LeBron <laughs> kind of stopped doing that and his team's got a lot better. But um, there was some crazy stat about how Melo this season has basically only been passed to and he's only received – from and thrown passes to Russell Westbrook basically all season. And that is a crazy way. Yeah. That like he and that they don't even run like a Paul George and Carmelo Anthony two man action or something. And, you know, Mello, Mello is Mello's been really bad. He's been really bad, but also like he's supposed to pick up this brand new skill when he's been, the primary ball handler and ISO guy his entire career. And like when he's not, he's playing with, you know, he's good internationally. Well, like who have his point guards been? Chris Paul, Jason Jason Kidd, like, like dudes that are just (laughs) constantly setting him up. And Russell Westbrook's just not that kind of player. No, I mean, he gets a lot of assists, but that's also because he, has the ball all the time. Also, Westbrook individually kicking ass. Like, he can really... He's scoring a lot of points. Uh, He's very tough. It's just... He's basically averaging a triple-double again. Yes, although it'll be really fun. He needs 41 rebounds in in the last three games. And that's the way they might blow the playoffs is if they <laughs> if they just they start giving up all these offensive rebounds because guys are just clearing out and trying to let Westbrook make sure he averages a triple double again. Um I think it's hard to play with him. I do. It's Yeah. It's it seems really hard. If you're like well, if you're like a guy only who Steven Adams knows how to do it. Well and Andre Roberson, guys who don't like to shoot and actively don't want to but I think Steven Adams does want to shoot and likes to, but has just kind of given up. He's just been broken. He's like a uh, horse that's been broken. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, and he, he'll just he'll play hard on defense. He's like a guy that doesn't even need that Kendrick Perkins first pass of the game to yeah. stay involved. Although they have, I would say the last couple of times I've watched him, they have used Adams offensively more. It's yeah. like he's the third option and Mello's the fourth. <laughs> and and you know, maybe it's maybe it's these guys aren't adjusting to playing with Westbrook. But you know, I mean the team's still good. It just seems like they should be way better. 
And I don't I don't really blame Corey Brewer for this, even though it's time um, to blame Corey Brewer for tempting. everything. <laughs> uh, so, man. So Paul George yesterday, totally unsolicited, was like, uh, he said, I feel weird shooting the ball. Yeah, that's not a great thing to hear. He's uh, going to L.A., dude. Yeah, do you... Here's the question, like, you're a Thunder fan. You bought a Paul George jersey this oh, year. Oh, God, no. Have you pre-soaked it in lighter fluid, or are you going to wait until he officially signs? <laughs> also, if you're a Thunder fan with a Carmelo jersey, are you going to burn it when he opts into his $28 million contract? <laughs> Um, all right. I'm going to skip the baseball one. Uh, okay. Well, we should mention it. Come on, man. It's a local. It's your team, I, I'm Joey. Saying we're already You're back in, an in hour. it. You're back we're already in it. at an hour, and we have to talk about actual basketball stuff. We're only at 45 minutes. Come on. Let's, okay. just, let's just mention it. All right, Sean, why don't you mention it? Trace Thompson <laughs> is an A. So That's Clay, Clay Thompson's, Thompson's brother. brother. Trace, T-R-A-Y-C-E. He was a Dodger. He got released. The Yankees tried to claim him, and then they snuck him into the minors, and uh, now his brother's there. It's great. Clay has someone to hang out with in Oakland. Clay loves going to baseball games. He loves his family. It's great. Yeah. Uh, but here's my question. Is mm-hmm. it a bad sign going into the playoffs for the Oakland A's to have any link with the Golden State Warriors? <sighs> It's true. Is there going to be some uh, like postseason stank that transfers? I mean, the last time, the last time they had, uh, uh, they were linked. Uh, yeah. The Warriors blew a three-one lead. Yeah, when Draymond the Green finals, <laughs> the suspended Draymond Green spent Game Five at an A's game, mm-hmm. uh, and the Warriors did not win. Did not no. win the NBA title that night. Uh, <laughs> will Steve Kerr sub Adam Melhus? in for Draymond Green at a crucial moment. I could see it happening, for sure. Uh, is there any scenario where the, like, JaVale McGee could fail to slide and cost them a playoff game? Uh, yeah, it could, he could uh, fail to slide into Steph Curry's knee again. Yeah, that that's another thing. Yeah, JaVale slide. <laughs> if you're heading for any of the top eight players on the Warriors, just hit the <laughs> ground yourself. <laughs> slide. Do not land on their knees. Anyway, congratulations to the Thompson family. Okay. Now let's talk about real basketball here. Okay. Um, seeding battles, dude. Yeah. Getting, we are getting some play-in games tonight, baby. Oh, boy. This is exciting. Uh, so the the ninth-seeded Nuggets yes. are 34 and whatever yeah, yeah, right yeah. now. Or no, 43, sorry. 43 and whatever right now. Uh, They are one game out from tying everyone if they get a win. And conveniently, tonight, Sean, they are playing the seventh seed Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, so so the fifth through eighth seed in the West right now all have 34 losses. The Nuggets are 43 and 35. So if they beat the Timberwolves, they will have the exact same record. As the the Ramshack Minnesota Timberwolves, Minnesota Timberwolves. <laughs> the Derrick Rose led 
Uh, uh, the Chicago Bulls West. Uh, <laughs> uh, what do you think is going to happen tonight, Sean? You know, the Denver Nuggets have been incredibly clutch their last three games. They've won three games by a total of seven points. Um, our Mason Plumley saved their season. Our favorite Plumley, right? Yeah, well, the best Plumley for sure. He's my favorite Plumley. We have made a, a lot of fun of that signing and that trade. Well, this year that family. <laughs> Let's. <see. Yeah. laughs> to be uh, fair, he's a lot better than Miles and Marshall but... and Marshawn <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Milford. But he had, a, yeah. he had basically a game-winning block uh-huh. the other night. Uh, and is the reason the Nuggets are in this position right now. Uh, and I've got to say, predicting this game is very difficult. <laughs> uh, yeah, because both teams are in a terrible tailspin. And <laughs> you know what's crazy, though? The, the the Timberwolves somehow have the fourth best offense in the NBA. Uh-huh. But no one can shoot from the outside at all except their center. It's kind of amazing. <laughs> their defense is not great, but... Uh, Everyone so, hates Andrew Wiggins. So here's the thing about this game is they're playing in in Denver tonight, mm-hmm. and then they're playing... Denver's coming to Minnesota on the last night of the season. Oh, it's going to be so, so So they've got, like... They have to win two more games. They're playing Memphis the Wolves on Monday. Or the, Nuggets. the Wolves. They both do. <laughs> oh, the Wolves. Okay, the, yeah. the Nuggets need to win out, I think. <laughs> but the Nuggets are playing. They've got. They play the Nuggets tonight on the road. Then they have a back to back against the Lakers, who are really, really good. yeah. They're playing very well. <laughs> uh, then they've got Memphis on Monday, but then they've got Denver again. So this is like. I mean, basically, if Denver beats Minnesota twice, I think they make the playoffs. I think so too. I mean, they could they could obviously blow it. They are the Denver Nuggets because <laughs> they have to go on the road to play the Clippers in another play-in game on Saturday, and but they've got Portland but if the on Monday. If the Clippers lose tonight, yeah, they're basically out. But they'll still try hard. They're still the Clippers. They're yeah, still the Clippers. Mind. They Sorry. like to ruin other people's stuff. Yeah. It's like a Doc Rivers special. Uh, and I would say... Um, yeah, well, look, you could, I'm, I'm just saying you've got to win 46 games, at least, to be in the yeah. playoffs in the West, because some teams have 45 wins already. But if Denver... Denver's going to be playing a Portland team that has nothing to play for on Monday. Yeah. And has an injury and Damian game Lillard. Lillard's out, yeah. Yeah. Um I just they could Denver could still be like the 6 seed. Now granted, <laughs> they could completely miss the playoffs and end up 10th as well and I wouldn't be surprised, but yeah. These two games against the Timberwolves, it's amazing. It is. It is very possible they lose tonight by, like, 30. Oh, yeah. Because they've played three good games in a row. That's, yeah. like, a bad sign for the Denver Nuggets this What year. I'm saying is they're going to win by two or they're going to lose by 30. Yeah. <laughs> um, would you say – would Mike Malone – okay, say Denver puts it together at the end, comes back and, and wins. I mean, they're, they're god-awful on the road. Um, does Mike Malone save his job? 
Uh, I think yes, but <laughs> it's like the <laughs> if I were, I mean, look, the Cronkies are fucking horrible. So yeah, it's the ownership is really the problem, not not but any of the players. But what should happen is even if they get into the playoffs, they should be firing Mike Malone. <laughs> that does seem like that's how you do it in the NBA. But uh, yeah, it's it's a thriller, and then we've also got so. The There's Nuggets. another playoff oh. play-in game tonight. <laughs> yes. Uh, the the Doc, the Doc Rivers-led wonderkins of the Los Angeles Clippers uh-huh. are playing the Utah Jazz tonight. Yeah. And the Clippers basically have to win. They have they to win stay out. In this they have to race. win out. Now, they beat the Spurs in their previous game. Rough, rough two-game set for San Antonio. Yeah. But I feel like the Clippers have beaten the Spurs several times this year. <laughs> I feel like that has been a national TV game four times this year yeah. where it's like the upstart Clippers beat the Spurs. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Coach Pop can't believe it. I mean, they don't. They're, they're a tough matchup for LaMarcus Aldridge. No, I gotta not. say, I don't think they're gonna beat this Jazz team. Oh, as much as road. I love, as much as I love this weird, so weird Clipper team, they're so weird. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They're completely got bizarre. All these weird players. <laughs> Young guys, old guys, angry guys, guys related to the coach. Freaks. I mean, <laughs> um. They really are like a weird. They're like the kind of kids who like armor hot dogs. It's all kinds yeah. of kids. Um, but that jazz, the Jazz are really, really good. Right? There, there is. I would not say really, really good. No, I, I don't think that that's true. I think they have a good defense. I do not think they will be a particularly difficult playoff opponent. Let me just say that. I think they're a team yeah. that is much harder to play in the regular season. Yes, I would say that's fair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't. Utah still needs to win. Utah's tough to beat at home. Mm-hmm. Um, no, they've been they've been very hot. The thing is, if the Clippers can keep it close, the last game of the season is a Clippers Lakers game where the Lakers could knock the Clippers out of the playoffs. Oh, they would love That's that. That's so exciting. Uh, that would be <laughs> so much fun. It would also be so Doc Riversy. Oh, God. Luke Walton. Do you think, Do you think like, I feel like he might try to fight Luke Walton during the game. <laughs> no or, way. No, sorry, he, have it, is... he would have his son try to fight him. <laughs> uh, and I've got to say, you know, this is that's another guy we've made a lot of fun of this year mm-hmm. and last year and last year, year. and, and before we had a life. podcast yeah <laughs> uh but austin rivers has been kind of tight this year <laughs> i'm not gonna join you on that one i think <laughs> i think doc rivers has has had a great season what do you think what do you think austin's averaging this year points per game like 13 Oh, I think he's better than that. Let's see. 15, shooting 38% on threes, 42% from the field, whopping four assists. I mean, he's fine. He's fine. His defense has been pretty good. Um, 
Yeah, I like him. He's like a good bench guard now. I definitely He's still do, overpaid. I definitely but... do not like him. I will. I won't <laughs> go with you. On that one. I do love Tobias Harris though. Like his destiny yeah. is to be a Clipper. It's always is... it's he's always been a clipper at heart. <laughs> um we all love Boban. All right. Uh and then finally in the East, Sean, you want to run us run us through what's going on in the East? Yeah, so in the tonight? East everybody's kind of in the playoffs and out of the playoffs at this point. Uh like there's there's jostling for seating position and uh so I think have the have the Pistons yes yes so everybody's in the playoffs. The Pistons officially got knocked out last night. So what a big Blake Griffin trade that was! Congratulations uh, on was your like, multi-year commitment to, to it Blake was Griffin. Especially sweet for Sixers fans because the Sixers knocked them out, and Stan was like the biggest uh, anti-process guy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Uh, so right now the Cavs and Sixers have the same record. I believe the Cavs have a tiebreaker on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Sixers also have a better point differential than anyone in the league except Toronto, Houston, and Golden State. I did not know that. Yeah, they're on they're a twelve-game winning streak. <laughs> <laughs> I worry they're getting hot too early. I don't. I don't think that's actually a thing. But mm, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like, what's the problem with getting hot too early? I just think young guys, they're clicking too early. And then they, you know, there's like a week off before the playoffs. Uh-huh. I don't know. I just think they're, they're, uh, they're so you think, you think they need early. to start losing games to prepare for the playoffs? No, but like, maybe not try so hard, you know, maybe dial it down like a notch and they're doing it without him he goes way up without Embiid too that's true they are doing it without Embiid Simmons has been fucking awesome yeah so uh Fultz has been like pretty good um you know he's Fultz has been not a disaster um so yeah so the Cavs are basically that's the three and the four um I personally think the Cavs might rather be the five, uh, rather be the four than the three. <laughs> Would you rather play the Indiana Pacers in the first round or the Everyone Miami Heat? Everyone should want to play the Pacers. Everyone should want to play the Pacers. Yeah, again, no disrespect <laughs> to the Pacers, Victor Oladipo, Miles Turner, but yeah, like the, the Spolstra-led weird defensive monster, 2% body fat, Pat Riley voodoo heat in the first round? No, thank you. Playoff Wade? <laughs> nope. Especially if you're LeBron. Like, like mm-hmm. guys that have scouted you and done whatever. I mean, don't, don't the Heat probably have a copy of LeBron's DNA somewhere? Like, didn't they do that in part of the process? Like, they're trying to clone him. Like, they know all the secrets about his hairline. They know what kind of sea bass he likes. They've injected his DNA into Bam Adebayo. Yeah, that's why he's, like, dunking so hard and he's losing his hair. Yeah, that's that's what's happening. So, I think the Sixers are not really going to be like this is a point where you want to tank like like this is the 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 subtle part of the process 
tanking into the four seed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like that's what you want. You want that Pacers Raptors double. You don't really want to deal with the Heat and then the Celtics or Wizards. Now, mm-hmm. Grant, like I just love the matchups how they are right now. So I really don't want, like Toronto Milwaukee Boston Wizards. Yes, Cavs Heat. Yes, Sixers Pacers. See, I'm into all of those things. <laughs> I would like to see the the Heat play the Celtics and the uh, Wizards play the Cavs. I mean, that's that's, that's look, that's also fun. Um, but yeah, in terms of where the Cavs are, I I see much more upside in that four seed. So they're playing they're playing the Wizards. The Wizards can move up. The Cavs can. I don't know. It's it's stay like, where they are. <laughs> it's just a bunch of like weird scenarios that are hard to predict. I just know the things I want to see, but yeah, all of them. Mm-hmm. I would I would be fine with Celtics Heat as well. In fact, I might enjoy that more because I would like to see the Heat win, and right. they're not going to beat the Cavs. It's just gonna, <laughs> like LeBron will probably lose a first round game for the first time in six years. Right, and I just I just like. Narratively, I like it either way. You know what I mean? Like, like if he wants to crush the the hopes of the Miami Heat fans, I'm way into that too. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm into all of it. <laughs> Sean, is this the first time in a very long time you've been into the East? Oh my playoffs? god! Like, what's the NBA TV series? I don't even know. It can't be. Oh no! It's, yeah, I do. It's, It'll be Indiana. <laughs> But but and the Sixers, that's fun. <laughs> See, yeah, like like they've got to be hoping. I mean, yeah, because otherwise they really want to put the Raptors and Bucks on NBA TV. But you kind of can't put the one seed on NBA TV. You can't put the one seed, or I don't think you can put Giannis on the NBA TV now after the sixty minutes thing. Oh, now did that you he's, see that? Now that he's a celebrity. Well, and dude, and, uh, and he so probably... many people watched that sixty minutes interview. The night later, they sold like fifteen hundred extra tickets. Oh, for the Bucks? Yeah. So here's a question: I know the interviews were conducted separately, but does does Giannis know what Trump's dick looks like? <laughs> I mean, he is breaking the sheets. He told yeah. us. Um... <laughs> Uh, all right. Is there anything else we should talk about here, Sean? Uh, no. Oh, oh, I want. Week. Yeah, I I do want to talk just about um the amazing tanking that the Phoenix Suns are doing. We talked about Memphis. Yeah, oh a yeah, right, bit, right. You've but, been obsessed uh, with this. Well, I've been. I have a Tank Palooza column that's going to be coming out tomorrow as well that you can read on Yard Barker. But uh, the way the Suns, you fucking blog boy, <laughs> blog boy. Uh, <laughs> Fuck you, blog boy. <laughs> uh, freelancer. <laughs> um, yeah, the 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 Suns almost beat the Houston Rockets last week, who uh-huh. were resting like Chris Paul, but Harden played the whole game. Like they had a real lineup out there, and the Suns have been doing a thing with uh, shouts to to Lewis Keane for bringing this up, uh, where they have like uh, like an insta tank lineup. But well, first of all, their nine man rotation has four undrafted players in it mm-hmm. and one Tight. guy who went 54th this past year. 
But like mm-hmm. when they really need to lose, they're like, all right, we got to get Tyler Eulis on the floor. We got to get Marquise Chris. We got to get Dragon Bender. Um, the three guys they drafted in 2016, yeah. less than two years ago, are their, <laughs> their automatic losing guys. And then they play Josh Jackson the whole game, and he's been fine. Not good. Well, he's been like, he's a fine 19-year-old in the NBA. You know what I mean? On a terrible He team. reminds me of Michael Kidd-Gilchrist. I, I just mean, like, he's he is not losing these games. <laughs> sure, sure. He's not winning. Well, well he almost won well, that game. Well, we all know who's losing these games. It's And Marquise the answer Chris is Marquis Chris. Yeah. <laughs> so they had a four-point lead. They had a four-point lead. And then it was just this amazing combination of suck where Tyler Ewis committed a turnover. He committed two fouls in the last 40 seconds. The Rockets were even missing their free throws. And the Suns were like, we got to bear down. So Mm -hmm. they had, like, a two-point lead with, like, 20 seconds to go, and the Suns managed to not get any shot besides a Tyler Uless Uh 40-footer. The Rockets came down, uh, and then they tied the game. Josh Jackson hit the ostensible game-winning shot with less than two seconds to go, and then at the timeout, the Suns were like, all right, we got to bring in Shaq Harrison. Bender, <laughs> you're going to guard the inbounds pass. Tyler Eulis, 5'8", Tyler Eulis, you're guarding James Harden. <laughs> so the play begins. Bender waves his arms ineffectually. Eulis mm-hmm. just is not following Harden at all. When he gets away from Eulis, Jackson just throws himself to the ground in a flop. And then Marquise Chris fails to contest Gerald Green, who hits a three at the buzzer to win. That was going to be my question, is where is Marquise Chris? Uh, He's, he's, he's of course, allowing the game-winning shot (laughs) to go in. And again, it's one pass. The inbounds... The Marquise Chris experience. And you're like, oh, did the Rockets run like a cool play to throw somebody open? It's like, yeah, they did run a play for James Harden. Two sons fell down, but they still just made a basic entry pass to the corner. And these two extremely tall second-year players just did nothing. And so it was just an amazingly clutch loss by them. And they did they did win a game. Uh, they, they they did win a game recently, so congratulations on your 19th win, Suns. Uh, but, you know, they were playing the Sacramento Kings, so it's like, it's, it's tough. <laughs> when you see these teams going against each other, it's like Memphis accidentally won two games last week, uh, but they're going to lose out. They're going to for sure lose out. Dallas... Dallas shut Dirk officially down today. Oh, good. Uh, he's getting ankle surgery. Oh, well... I mean, good for him, I guess. I mean, maybe they should have done let him do that a lot earlier. I think the Orlando-Dallas game last night may have been the worst game of the NBA season. <laughs> can, I, can I tell you who the, the minutes leaders for the Mavericks? You had uh, Aaron Harrison. threw that really dope pass. <laughs> You've got Aaron Harrison, Doug McDermott. Somebody, did you know there was an NBA player named Jonathan Motley? Yes, I did. He spells his name J-O-H-N, a then. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith. Uh-huh. Maxi Kleber. made fun of last year. I'm really glad he's still in the There's league. There's somebody named Jalen Jones that's playing I big minutes. I don't know who that is. He's, is he related <laughs> to Juman? I don't. Jumaine? Sorry. And then, and then a guy named Kyle Collinsworth. 
I don't know who that is. He's a 26-year-old BYU point guard. He's 6'6". He's 26 years old. How did Hazonia do last night? He played 35 minutes, by the way. How many Uh, points? (laughs) Hazonia went for 12 on one of six three-point shooting. He did have eight rebounds. Look, they're starters. They're starters, you know, who include, of course, Wesley Uwundu. Uh... (laughs) But their their bench is like guys you've never heard of. Uh, Rodney Purvis played twenty three minutes at shooting mm-hmm. guard. What about never uh, nervous? You know our friend uh, Jamel Artis. Remember him, twenty five year old rookie shooting guard from Pittsburgh. He played thirty two minutes. And then of course you know their center Kem Birch, uh, Canadian UNLV grad. Like. But the Mavs are just like like look, I know you're I know you're gonna be playing these guys in crunch time. Here's Kyle Collinsworth. <laughs> Danny Ainge's bastard son. That's unfair. That doesn't I didn't need to say that. Uh but he and he and Doug McBuckets have really been linking up. Jonathan Motley was a negative fifteen in that game, but <laughs> um, all right. So Sean, next week, yeah, we should probably tell the uh, oh the yeah listeners, uh, you are going to the uh, <laughs> uh, you're going to the the big three draft and combine. Yeah, they're on separate days. So Wednesday I'll be attending the combine. On Thursday I'll be seeing the draft. Uh well, all the rosters are pretty full, however, so only about Wait, 19... the draft is on Thursday? Yeah, it's on Thursday. I uh... need to get more details about this. Uh I'm also gonna be interviewing the founder of the uh big three. Again? So, uh I actually have never met that guy. Oh, I thought you talked to him last year. You were emailing with him last year, right? Nah, dude, that was just a rep from the league. So <laughs> okay. he he's he's tweeted at me before, but this is a uh, I'm very curious about this guy. He's the yeah. Uh, Are you gonna be on a red carpet again? I think they'll probably have a red carpet. I don't know where it is yet. Actually, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm excited. Well, I have to... Thursday off, so if you can get me a pass for that draft. Oh, I'll definitely get you a pass for the draft. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm 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 really just rooting for for guys who had their careers derailed by injuries. So like, yeah, Jonathan I want, Bender. I want Greg Oden guys. to do well. Uh, Jonathan he, Bender is one of my favorite former NBA players. Yeah, he, I mean he's very in the vein of a guy Joey would like in that he's like really fast and really skinny and very yeah. tall, like a six <laughs> eleven with guard skills and a like a. A horribly debilitating joint problem. <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah, uh, yeah." If he'd been like undrafted instead of drafted out of high school, that'd be better. But uh, and then he invented like a knee strengthening device. Yeah. So I would just like to see him. He'd just be like a fun big three guy because he's like, I think he's probably in really good shape. He just had like a chronically terrible knee and yeah and i think the insurance on his contract made it so that he got paid in full and like no team wanted to bring him back for that reason Mm -hmm. yeah uh all right so anything you want to plug sean your tankapalooza column yeah tankapalooza column i'm gonna have a thing about dream playoff matchups which i think was pretty fun it's uh 
it's just mean to the teams and cities pretty much but i also do believe i want to see those matchups like i think i think the portland utah matchup like just the the various fan bases feelings about coffee and strippers are going to mm-hmm. like really make it <laughs> And neither one wants to play on a Sunday playoff game because of church and or brunch. So <laughs> should be fun. Should be fun. I do also claim that the Blazers should just add some diacritical marks to Myers Leonard's name and they can probably trade him to the Jazz. As long as they think he's like a foreign white guy, they'll be like, Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, and they're the two biggest polyamory cities in the NBA, so that's pretty cool. Excuse me. All right. Um, and then, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, mm-hmm. where uh, this week I tweeted, it took 32 and a half years, but I officially have my first cavity. Balls. <laughs> Balls. Jesus Christ. Balls in his mouth. <laughs> oh, also, uh, just one more one more show announcement. Sorry. At the end of the month, I'll be at the Sacramento Punchline with Shang Wang. Oh, friend of the show, Shang Wang. So, Vivek? You can hear my voice on Shang Wang's comedy album. Ooh, nice. Yeah, so... Uh, uh, where I say, ladies and gentlemen, Shang Wang. That's tight. That's tight. <laughs> I was uh, I was at the sack punch with him the week before that. It was pretty good. Yeah. So, Vivek, uh, anybody on the Esports Kings team, definitely Marquise Chris. I will put you on the guest list if you want, if you're a listener in Sacramento. Um uh, uh, slams in the lion. You're welcome. That robot. You want uh, that, robo- that lady bird. robot? Ladybird. Ladybird. You're on the list. The robots <laughs> on the list. Oh, and Jack Cooley, who may- might be a listener. Jack Cooley, if you're in town, you may have gone home. The NBA season will be over at that point for the Sacramento Kings. But Jack Cooley, if you're around, love to meet you. Uh, that show. painting of Bono. Oh, that painting of Bono. You're on the list. <laughs> Uh, any river cat, animal, or player, you're on the list. Incubus? Um, is Incubus from Sacramento? I don't think Incubus is from Sacramento. Who's but the... I do think Papa Roach. Oh, Papa be. Roach. Papa, <laughs> any of the roaches, you guys are welcome. The Deftones also, I believe, might be from Sacramento. That is correct. Marquis Chris <laughs> is from Sacramento, by the way. So Marquis Chris is from Sacramento. Yeah, he's from Sacramento. And they traded him on draft night. Yeah, that is horrible. He's the perfect king. I would love to meet Marquis Chris. I've been kind of mean to you, but we do love watching you play. We no, really we do love enjoy Marquise it. Chris. We, we really want him to do well. <laughs> he just won't. We just know he's not going to. He's do not well. going. All right. To. Okay. Um, uh, shut it down. Oh, trust the process. That's what we say at the end of the trust show. Trust the process. Uh, and um, Shut it down. Let's go to that old railroad museum. No, I was going <laughs> to say shut it down. Let's listen to Bono called George H.W. Bush. <laughs> uh-huh. Maybe I'll be lucky tonight. White House? Hello, is that the White House? Yes, White House, may I help you? I, I, I'd like to speak to George, if I could, please. George, who? 
Um, George, the president, Mr. Mr. Bush, excuse me. The president is not available. You would need to call the comment office tomorrow. The, the president of the United States is not available to me? Oh, well, I mustn't be as important as I thought I was. Um, could, could I leave a message? Sir, you would need to call the comment office tomorrow. Oh, well, I'd just like to leave a message. If you could tell the president to watch more television. Thank you. Thanks very much now. Sometimes I feel like I don't know. Sometimes I feel like checking Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.